The readings today give three things that are hard for us. In Acts, the disciples have just witnessed the ascension. And even though they have been given their marching orders, so to speak, the Great Commission, go into all the world, now they are being obedient to another instruction from Jesus. They have retreated to an upper room in Jerusalem where, as Jesus said, wait for the gift my Father promised. Waiting is not easy. But wait time can open the doors for the Holy Spirit beyond our comprehension. So if you find yourself in a major wait right now, trust that God is using it for something good that he wants to do in your life. Wait. The second thing is even harder. Suffering. Incredulously, Peter puts a totally different spin on it. He says, rejoice to the extent that you share in the sufferings of Christ. How do we do that? Well, Peter gives one explicit example. If you are insulted for the name of Jesus. Now, this can happen anytime we give witness to any part of God's truth that others do not like and want to hear. And in response, we are ridiculed or rejected or some people are even assaulted. But sharing in Christ's suffering can go beyond that. You know, the reason that there is suffering in this world is because of the brokenness that was caused by that old nasty word, sin. Now that is not to say that all suffering is a direct cause of sin. It's just that in a world where rebellion against God is not only possible but prevalent, there are repercussions and everyone is affected by a backlash. When we can see suffering as a part of the process God uses to bring the world to repentance and healing, then we are sharing in the sufferings of Christ. That is the real meaning and the proper use of offer it up. When we believe that God can and will use a hard thing for our holiness and for the salvation of others, we're doing what Peter says, you are sharing in the sufferings of Christ.
There's a third hard thing in today's readings. It's this word glory. And it's hard because glory is difficult to define and comprehend. We can see that glory in some way is a good thing, but it's rather hard to pin down. But whether we understand it or not, there is something in us, and it's God-planted, something in us that deeply desires this glory that was so much a focus of Jesus' prayer. Jesus talking to the Father says that he is aware of the glory I had with you before the world began. And so maybe you remember that St. Paul told the Philippians that Jesus lay aside his glory in his incarnation, being in the form of God, but he emptied himself. And yet, here is Jesus anticipating not only the restoration of that glory, but the way it happens is through the joy of going to the cross, as the book of Hebrews says. Because Jesus knew that he was opening the door to glory for us. And so Jesus prays in today's gospel, I am praying for those whom thou hast given me, for they are yours, Father, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I am glorified in them. So Jesus, all those years ago before he went to the cross, was praying for you and for me. So think about this. As we follow Jesus, we are heading to the same place where he has gone. That is the meaning of Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. Jesus suffered and was then glorified. And because Jesus has gone ahead of us into glory... Because even right now, the Holy Spirit of Christ is changing those who belong to him into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. A little something you can do today is look up the last verse of our processional hymn this morning, Love Divine, All Love's Excelling. Charles Wesley gives this glorious, changed from glory into glory, till in heaven we take our place. That's what Jesus is praying for here. Paul writes to the, Philipp to the Colossians and says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And because all of this is true, we can wait with patience as the Lord strengthens us 
and even suffer in hope. What is your biggest burden or fear right now? Whatever it is, it's not forever. Our Lord is at work even in the hard things because we are being prepared for the full glory of God. Listen to just a few other excerpts from Paul's writings. If you then have been raised with Christ, because this is what Jesus is praying here, Seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. This is the reality of the ascension. And set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Because this is what it means to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Now, why do we do this? Because you have died. That's what happens in baptism. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. For when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. As you leave here today, remember this. As we follow Jesus... We are destined for glory. It's beyond anything this world can imagine. So let's not get distracted by the world, its temptations or its woes. Because in Jesus Christ, we are destined for glory.